up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing? Steve, doing well. We are officially in training camp season. I saw, uh, I believe it was the Raiders and Bills, first two teams to report here. I think it was just their rookies, but we officially have the first training camp's first days in the books. Yeah, a big first step. Things uh news starts getting more interesting at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty dry, um especially, you know, since minicamp has been it's been closed down. There's, you know, not much team organized things. You're not getting much. But I'd imagine it picks up pretty quick. You're going to have those guys that come in maybe a little underwhelming, not at the weight, not at the you know, physical attributes that they left minicamp. Um, and then you'll have guys that, you know, you'll get the reports that they're in the best shape of their lives. So we'll definitely have a lot of uh, hype, if you will. Yeah. So on the, the weight front, I believe the report was the Buccaneers are not happy with Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I did see sitting that one today, right? Yeah, sitting at like 260 or something. That's a big boy. So that puts uh, possibly the rookie in line, right? And then uh, I guess Keyshawn Vaughn as well. They'd, they'd yeah. be the next. I guess did they bring somebody else in because they lost Ronald Jones? They still have Geo, I believe, Geo. from last yeah. year. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you know Ronald Jones left, and he was like, you know what, I'm I'm not going to have a problem dispatching Keyshawn Vaughn, yeah, <laughs> Geo. So I'm just going to let the weight get away from me a little bit, or uh, what? But yeah, he's got some work to do. That he does. So we will see. But yeah, it's um. Definitely an exciting time of year as we get a little bit closer here to to draft season and um, preseason. Preseason, really, yeah, yeah, it's got to be coming up soon as well. Yeah, a few weeks, I'd imagine. But they do what three games now, right? For preseason, three, and then two teams will get four because of the Hall of Fame game, which is probably the first weekend of July or first weekend of August. Yeah, that shouldn't be far away at all. That's always pretty early. No, no, it's going to be right there. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Um, well, today uh, we go back to just uh, a normal mock draft. Twelve teams PPR. Um, we did what was it? Fourteen teams last week. Ten teams the week before that. So nice to uh, get back to normal here. Um, I believe we decide we're doing a super flex next week. Yeah, yeah, and we'll. Uh, if anyone's listening here is a super flex fan, let us know what like your ideal team size. We were talking about ten, eight. You know, maybe even 12. <clears throat> but uh, since we aren't in many of them, I think I'm just in one 10-teamer. It'd be nice to see what um what everyone you know prefers team-wise. Because it does seem like it's one of the hotter episodes when we put those out. Yeah, definitely. So I'll have to put a poll up on Twitter, find out uh, what people prefer, and then we'll use that to determine our draft. But again, that's next week. Uh, for this week, we got a regular mock. Um, we are doing a, a bit of a change. We're going to fantasy pros for this mock. Uh, typically we do sleeper, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. what was it? It was a few years ago. I think sleeper ADPs were just screwed up the entire year. Yeah. Um, I think that was the year as example, Antonio Brown missed the entire, I think that was the Raiders year for him, uh, where he just like, wasn't on a team in the beginning of the year, but his ADP yeah. was still like the second round. <laughs> Well, that's what happens like, when you're wide receiver one, what, three or four years in a row. You just get that built-in uh, built in ADP. In, yeah. yeah, so uh, we couldn't really use Sleeper that year, so we used Fantasy Pros. Um, we visually, I don't think, like it as much. Um, 
but it, it does tend to draft one quarterback per team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a little bit different in that regards. And obviously the ADPs are a little bit different as well. So it's nice to go back and forth between the two a little bit to get, uh, get some different ADPs, get some different strategies, whether your team's drafting, you know, they tend to draft the backup quarterbacks, or just a single quarterback and stuff like that. So kind of fun to do. Felt like it was a good time to do it. Um, so with that said, Will, um, are you ready to get started? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be drafting here 12-team PPR mock. You're going to be out of the two, and I'll be in the sixth spot. Yeah, like you said, it's been a while since you've been in the middle. Uh, yeah. Past two episodes, I think you've been on the back end and not needing to read off too many names. So no. I appreciate having you in here <laughs> to help me out with that. Yeah, yeah, I'll be pulling my weight here this time. Oh, wonderful. So yeah, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh Jonathan Taylor was drafted with the 101, so obviously I have everybody available to me. Um, pretty clear 102 to me, maybe even 101. Um, CMC, I don't think that's going to be a surprise to anyone. I don't think I need to defend that pick at all. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and lock it in there. Um, the next pick, I think, is when things going to get a bit more interesting for me. Uh, Derek Henry goes off the board at the 103 after me, and then Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler. Yeah, so it gets to me here. Only running backs have gone um, per usual. We're not really looking at quarterback. They're all available there. I think it's probably a little early for me to go with Kelsey, given that we have a heavy receiver on the board and still some big-time running backs. So that being said, I'm going to probably look here at the running back position. I mean, Cooper Cup is interesting here, You know, full PPR, 12-team, but it's only two wide receivers. Um, so not as imperative you can start you know up to three running backs up to four wideouts um so i think running backs a little more important in this type of draft Uh, maybe a little bit further down you know if a couple of guys that i like um like your naji mixon and swift pretty much the three i'm thinking about here weren't there um i may lean to you know lean to try to go ahead and um and, get, and go with the receiver like like a Cooper Cup. I think you took him. What was that? Maybe four or five. The one draft, but I think we had deeper receiver rosters. Yeah, I drafted him twice in a row. Uh, the last one was the fourteen team, um, and I think yeah, we did three wide receivers for that one. I, mm-hmm. I believe, and I did go with Cooper Cup first. And I think I did with the ten team as well. If it wasn't the ten team, it was the draft right before then because I'm pretty sure I went. It wasn't back to back. It was. Cooper Cup pretty close to each other. Um, and then, uh, yeah, something to that degree. Recently, out of the past four drafts, two of them I start with Cooper Cup because, yeah, I was in your range of like yeah. six, seven, five, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's probably the one you can argue to go here in the mid. Um, and, and, you know, some, some especially deeper receiver leagues, as I was mentioning, you know, I wouldn't put it past some teams to take him, you know, three or four even as well. But for me, it's down to, you know, th- Three people, I'd say probably two. Um, the one that I think you know doesn't make the cut, it would be DeAndre Swift. Uh, I think he has all the upside in the world, but just the team itself, maybe not as high when it comes to the ceiling. Uh, or sorry, I guess you know the, the floor is a little lower just because the team itself. So for me, it comes down to Joe Mixon and Najee Harris, top two here. Um, and I'm going to lean Joe Mixon. I think I've been on his train most of the offseason here. I just think there's a higher team floor as well. I think both of them are going to get a ton of volume. 
Um, but you have a Super Bowl contending team in the Bengals. And, and you know, I don't think a lot of people are, are banking on Pittsburgh to be there. Their defense is great, so that could help. But for me, I just think the upside and the floor are both there with Mixon. You, you know, put it all together last year. It did some work to get the offensive line a little bit better. So happy here to lock in Mixon and see what goes after me. Um, so Cooper Cup goes next. Justin Jefferson, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase. Let me scroll up here. This is pretty quick. Yeah, Jamar Chase, Najee Harris. DeAndre Swift there at 11. Uh, Don- Devontae Adams at 12. Uh, at the turn here, J- Nick Chubb goes to uh, the first pick of the second round. Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, who hoping would have fallen down to be there. That would have been nice. And then Debo Samuel there at the 206. So it puts me up here. Um, Kelsey off the board, but still have all the tight ends available and all of the quarterbacks. Um, I think this is maybe where you could think about going quarterback if you, you know, are someone that really likes to. I, you know, personally just don't think I could take one this early. You know, maybe at the end of the second round, but more likely third or fourth round if you get some value there. So I'm going to be looking once again at the running back and the wide receiver position. Uh, running back uh, top here on their board, Leonard Fournette, who we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Saquon Barkley, still available here. Alvin Kamara, still unsure about the suspension there. James Conner, Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery. And then at the receiver position, we've got C.D. Lamb, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. So looking at wide receiver, Tyreek's the one that sticks out the most to me. You know, just another super high upside guy. And while the floor might be a little lower in Miami, I still think he, you know, is going to be able to put up Good games. It's not like he is a purely, purely deep threat. We've seen him go across the middle a lot, so definitely not you know, probably the option if I'm leaning at wide receiver here. Um, but I think I want to go running back heavy, and I want to go with someone who surprised that they're so far down, uh, and that's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. I think he is definitely undervalued this year, and there is a potential drop off for him. I would, you know, don't doubt that. Um, you know, there's there's a chance he gets back to me, but you know, especially with the ADP, I don't know that he gets past you though on two turns. Uh, I think we are both fairly high on him. Um, so you know, given that I'm in the middle here, got to take the guys that I want because I don't know that they're going to be there on the next turn. Um, so hard to pass on Terry Kill, but I do want to double down on running back and just see what happens here if I can kind of load up on that position. So. Going to go here with Zuki Elliott. Anybody you're hoping for there? A surprising pick, you know, for me? What, what, what you're thinking, Steve? Uh, no real expectation. I, I do see uh, immediately the difference between Sleeper and, and Fantasy Pros because Aaron Jones and Javante, maybe not Javante, but Aaron Jones is definitely like back of the second yeah. Sleeper. Um, now he's, you know, the upper half. Uh, so that's disappointing um and then it makes looking at the rest of the the options a little less appealing i mean fournette would be nice um i'd probably be okay with barkley or connor um, Mm -hmm. montgomery and then you know we'll see on the turn i'll probably want to grab a wide receiver on the turn uh evans would be real nice um and depending on you know uh, the top running backs and wide receivers you know i might go evans first and then grab a running back after um but, you know, ideally like an Evans, a Fournette, a Connor, something to that degree. Um, 
to your point, I was actually thinking about asking you about Zeke because I don't know what to really think about him. I know in years, I don't know if it was multiple years in a row or just last year, I figured, you know, I don't want to draft him because I feel like the drop off is coming. Um, and it didn't. He was good for fantasy and like he had a good end of the year, mm-hmm. but like week to week, it did seem like he was winning you weeks. Um, but it, it really just seems like, you know, it's all about what you believe. Like last mm-hmm. year, obviously, he had the injury. And that's the story. Like, if you want to believe he's bouncing back, you're going to say, well, he was hurt and, you know, he'll be better this year because he won't be hurt, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then if you don't, you want to say, yeah, well, his yards per carry has gone down every year for the past, I think it's four years. Um, <laughs> and that trend is not going to just suddenly reverse itself. Um, so I think right now I'm staying away. I don't, I don't know. If he make, if he squeaks into like the third, like you, if he was at the 306, like it's kind of hard to pass him up. Like he's getting yeah. volume regardless. Um, but he's a he's a tough one for me. Yeah, and and I've gone back and forth on him throughout the off season. But at, at this stage, I, I do think that there's value there. I think you know, not your first round pick anymore, but I do think middle of the second round makes sense. Um, but just because the offense is gonna be good, and they have less passing weapons. So they're going to have to rely on the running game more or the running backs more, per se. And I think that means Pollard and Zeke are both going to get more targets as well. But overall, you you do imagine it is still going to be a pretty high-powered offense. And he is going to be one of the key cogs there where, you know, we don't know, you know, he hopes Saquon Barkley bounces back. But, you know, the offense probably won't be as good. You know, Kamara's got the injury concern. I'm sorry, the suspension concern there. Um, James Conner, you know, good team, but I, I don't know. I just I worry more about him on the drop off than Zeke, and it's plus the injury there. Um, so I'm going more of an upside guy here, you know, because I've got Mixon already, and I, I see Zeke as you know one of the bigger upsides outside of you know stashing a Kamara. So we'll go ahead and lock in Zeke as my second running back after Zeke. It was C.D. Lamb, Leonard Fournette, and Saquon Barkley. So Tyreek Hill's still on the board there, who I was thinking about. Yeah, Tyreek's still there. Uh, pretty interesting. Mike Evans is there, the guy that I really wanted at wide receiver. Um, Fournette and Barkley both go. Uh, that's a shame, because I, I wouldn't mind pairing them with CMC. That way, if you know if CMC gets hurt again, I got you know at least a good volume guy mm-hmm. there. Um, so not having them there is a shame. Um, so I'm looking, Evans is still the guy that I have clearly as the, the best wide receiver, um, at running back. I am happy with both Connor and David Montgomery I prefer Connor. Um, but Montgomery is solid as well. So I think what I'll do is I'm going to draft Mike Evans, um, you know, kind of same story as normal, you know, nothing's really changed in that regard. It, Gronk's gone. You know, we don't know when Godwin's going to be there. He's going to be easily the primary target and should be really good for fantasy, at least until Godwin gets back. And then he'll, you know, he'll slide into his normal, you know, solid kind of role. Um, and then whatever running back is left, I'll, I'll grab him up. Now, you know, I don't know what team one is going to do. If he could, he could, in theory, grab Connor and Montgomery. And then I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, 
you know, Camaro into third's interesting, but I, I really don't like doing it with the suspension. You're then into the injured guys of Acres and ETN. So we are just going to hope that doesn't come to pass. Um, we'll lock in Evans here, see what happens on the turn. This pick is in. Camaro goes and Tyreek. So both of my guys um, slip through. So Camaro and Tyreek is the 2 3 turn. I'll go ahead and, and lock in Connor. Um, grab him in a couple mocks now. So. Uh, pretty solid guy to grab in the third. I'm not sure he's going to be as great as he was last year. It's going to be really hard to replicate those touchdowns, I would think. But uh, he is the the sole, sole guy in Arizona with Chase Edmonds going. I'm not sure anyone else is going to quite fill those shoes. Um, so as long as he can stay healthy, I am uh, pretty comfortable with that. So we'll lock in Mr. Connor as my second running back. Our first quarterback goes off the board. Josh Allen with the 303. Our second tight end, Mark Andrews with the 304. And Deontay Johnson, you're on the clock. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the appropriate area if you do want to grab a quarterback there. Pretty good value for Josh Allen, you know, expected to be the top guy. And you're getting him after you've already got two kind of standout players at your first and second pick. So makes sense. Um, you know, it would have been nice if Mark Andrews got back to me here. I obviously still need a wide receiver, but Mark Andrews you know, is just kind of a difference maker at the tight end position. Uh, alas, he does not. And while Kyle Pitts is interesting, Waller Kittle, there's you know a little bit more of a of a drop off, I think. So going to hold off on them. Looking here at the wide receiver position, Keenan Allen, um, and what is the guy that I'm looking at here? AJ Brown would be nice as well, but I just like the safety of Keenan Allen. You know, given that he's going to be the wide receiver one on the team. And then I can look to take a little, some more upside shots there, but just going to get a lot of consistency you know, on top of having two you know, top running backs. If everything pans out the way that I'm hoping. So pretty happy that Keenan Allen made its way back to me here. Um, be looking, you know, probably for another wide receiver, um, you know, but if another running back gets through, that'd be nice as well. So, you know, we'll see if anybody slips like an AJ Brown, probably not, but Michael Pittman, Kyle Pitts would be nice. Uh, DJ Moore, David Montgomery, <clears throat> Jalen Waddle, even. So some good options still available here. Um, so we'll see what gets back to me. Uh, taking Keenan Allen. After him, Cam Akers, AJ Brown goes, T Higgins, Kyle Pitts, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Waddle at the turn, then Antonio Gibson. David Montgomery, Justin Herbert, DK Metcalf, Josh Jacobs, and Travis Etienne. Um, so I'm really happy to see some top receivers still available here. Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, all good options. Michael Pittman stands out. I think he has an opportunity to step into that wide receiver one role in Indy and possibly even you know step into the a wide receiver one role in fantasy. I think he's going to get a ton of targets there in Indy. You're not going to have, I mean, is T.Y. still there? I'm still enjoying, I know he's not the same anymore, but um, you don't even, you know, have the threat of T.Y. Uh, you know, brought in a rookie receiver, so we'll see how he does. But I think Pittman's the guy. There's, you know, not as much competition at tight end, you know, more like Hawks maybe, but while they're going to be, you know, still probably a run first team, you have Jonathan Taylor, good offensive line. I think, Pittman is is the far and away top target on the offense outside of you know checkdowns to Pitt uh, to JT. Um, so I think you know, Pittman is a great you know upside 
play here to pair with Keenan Allen as my second receiver and really feel pretty good about the start of the draft here. Uh, so lock in Pittman. After Michael Pittman goes Brees Hall, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore to you. Yeah, it's a shame. DJ Moore would have been a, a nice get here. Yeah, I was I was hoping he got through to me, let alone Michael Pittman. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, and now we're looking at another pretty big ADP difference. Brandon Cooks up here at the back of the fourth. Um, sleeper, I usually think back of the fifth, early sixth. Something like sense. that. Yeah, I'd say like fifth. Fifth sounds about right for him in, uh, for sleeper rankings that we've seen. Yeah, so uh, still got some solid options here available to us. Um, all of our quarterbacks outside of Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert. All of our tight ends outside of Kelsey, Pitts, and Andrews. At the running back, the top we're looking at here is Dobbins, Elijah Mitchell, A.J. Dillon, Al Sanders, C.E.H., Kareem Hunt. And at wide receiver, uh, Cook, Sutton, Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, uh, Hollywood Brown, Allen Robinson. So, again, a lot of good options here, um, I think. I will go ahead and draft another running back first. Uh, that running back being Elijah Mitchell. Uh, feel the safest with him. You know, Miles Sanders solid. AJ Dillon will be solid as well with, you know, capped upside at barring an injury. Um, but I think Elijah Mitchell has pretty sky high upside provided he could stay a little bit healthier than last mm-hmm. year. You don't need him to be perfect, but uh, healthier would be good. But as my running back three, you know, I can I can deal with those uh, injuries as they come. So we're going to lock in Mitchell here. And what we're going to do is hope that Mike Williams gets back to me. He should, um, given the uh, the rankings here. But that's the game I'm going to play. And he does. So uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown goes there at the 412. Brandon Cooks at the start of the fifth round with the 501. That leaves Mike Williams for me. Um, nice and easy. Uh, Cortland Sutton's here. Another uh, interesting option that I would love to be grabbing. Um, but there's just... There's, as much as I like him, you know, and Jerry Judy, the offense as a whole, there's more question marks there. Um, you know, is it going to be Sutton and Judy? Is it going to be Sutton and um, Tim Patrick? Judy and Tim Patrick, is, you know, what's Albert O's role is going to be? Like, there's just, we don't know who Russ is going to favor um, yet. Where Mike Williams, we know he gets, you know, plenty of work from Herbert and, and his issues tend to be health related, um, which is a... Uh, an interesting look for my team with CMC, who's been hurt a lot the past year. James Conner with a pretty long injury history, and Elijah Mitchell that was hurt a lot year a lot last year. Adding Mike Williams is uh, kind of scary, but that's uh, I guess I have a team theme, so we're gonna go ahead and lock him in there. Yeah, I like that uh, Mike Williams pick. Uh, he's someone that I like in drafts this year. No, this draft having Keenan Allen, not someone I would double down on, but especially at this stage of the draft, I think it makes sense. Yeah, it's a solid pick, I think. Um, believe it or not, Cortland Sutton does sneak through to you as well here. We got Godwin going, Amari Cooper, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, so we got some big options here for you, Will. Kittle, Sutton, Waller? Yeah, it's uh, making it difficult on me here You know, with the, the options available. I mean, Sutton's awesome. Um, but Jerry Judy's still there as well. Uh, yeah, so a couple of options there in Denver. <clears throat> Kittle and Darren Waller, you know, two big time tight ends here in the fifth round, you know, scream out some value as well. And then you have running backs like Adrian Dillon, Miles Sanders, uh, Alan Robinson, someone that I've been, you know, really rising on new, new spot. Um, so I'm hoping maybe he sneaks through the next round. Uh, 
Probably not, but you know, there's not there's a chance there. But I, I don't think I could take him over one of these top tight ends here. Um, so you know, I have Kittle and and Waller both available here. Uh, I'm higher on the on on the Vegas offense, um, but I, I haven't had Kittle yet this year, and I just don't know what to make of him and and the the offense as a whole because you have. Two directions, right? You could have the you know kind of same old that you have here with Jimmy Garoppolo, and then you could have you know the shoot for the moon upside, you know, but maybe lower floor um, with the uh, I want to say the rookie's not even a rookie anymore. Um, what can yeah, I like him on Trey his Lance. name? Trey Lance, yeah, Lance. Um, so yeah, I mean, what do you think is going to happen here, quarterback wise? You think we're going to see that trade come through soon for Jimmy? No, I think they'll just cut him. Yeah, it's going to be I don't know where, you know, there was the Seahawks rumors that Uh have actually been denied. Um, So barring injury, I don't know where he would go. I mean, maybe the Browns trade for him if the the, uh, suspension's long. Like, I'd rather have Jimmy than Brissett. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know who else. Yeah. Well, what what do you think, you know, that does for Kittle? You know? Second year quarterback, first year, you know, starting. What are your thoughts there, Kittle versus Waller? I I'm pretty close on uh, him. Yeah, I'm pretty close on him as well. It really depends on if you want safety or upside. Like I think Kittle represents your upside because he can just get hyper targeted. We know he's a monster when he when that happens. Um, Waller, I think, will still get plenty of volume and create a a solid floor, but I think his upside's a little more capped now with Adams being there. Mm-hmm. Um, or Kittle, he's also, I think, got a lower... Like, you know, Waller, Waller's got the rapport with Carr. He's still the, the clear second option. Like, he's got a good floor. Where, you know, Trey Lance has got... You know, he's got Debo, Debo to get the ball to. Ayuk, who's who's had some bad reviews here recently. Um, but he's got Ayuk there. You got the running backs to catch the ball. You got him that just runs the ball. So there's a lot more options, I feel like, in San Francisco that makes him a risky play. So it's really just how risky you want to be, you know, at the end of the day. I'm probably staying away from Kittle and Waller, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, the both of them. You know, I'd rather... For me, it's it tends to be Mark Andrews, Dalton Schultz, or I'll wait for that, you know, Komet, Gerald Everett kind of uh, situation. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense. You're you're looking to try to get that top five tight end. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter. Um, and these guys definitely still have an opportunity for that, but you know, probably not as safe as those top three that we talked about. It just went. Um, you know, that being said, I, I am pretty high on the Vegas offense this year, so I'm going to go Darren Waller. I, I do think you're getting still that top five upside, but I don't think the floor is as low. I think both he and Adams are going to be pretty hyper-targeted there in that offense. So we'll lock in Waller here and see what gets back to me after Waller goes Kittle. So back-to-back, Lamar Jackson, Cortland Sutton, J.K. Dobbins, and then we have Darnell Mooney and Elijah Mitchell to end the fifth. Sixth round, Hunter Renfro. Elijah Moore to... uh... Elijah Moore, yes. You have Elijah Mitchell. Indeed. Don't take that <laughs> I will not. Um, so Elijah Moore, 512. And then Hunter Renfro, Jerry Judy, DeAndre Hopkins, another tight end here in Dalton Schultz, Michael Thomas, and then Joe Burrow. So another quarterback going there off the board. Uh, pretty interesting. Only, what, four, maybe five quarterbacks have gone so far. So still so we'll have Kyler Murray, Hurts, Brady, 
Dak Prescott. So got a pretty solid amount of quarterbacks still on the board. We also just went a whole round and a half in one running back way in J.K. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, A.J. Dillon's still sitting there, screams out value as well. So that one's interesting. Miles is still there. You still have Clyde Edwards Alaire, Cream Hunt. So a lot of options, or you know, so so a lot of options available. But it seems like people, people, computers in this draft wanted to go with the, uh, you know, the certainty you have in in the wide receivers that were there. Um, for me, it's it's tough because didn't imagine AJ Dillon would be here, but I, you know, really like what I think Allen Robinson presents to this this team, this offense. Um, so I'm gonna go Allen Robinson. I don't think either of them get back to me here. And I, I, you know, I think that he is another guy that his value has just been so, so down because of the last few years in Chicago that I think you could just see a complete resurgence of him here in um, you know, in L.A. You know, him, Cooper Cup, you know, they got rid of Robert Woods. We still have no word on OBJ, right? He still hasn't signed as far as I know. No, and I wouldn't expect him to. Yeah, at this Not point, he's got the injury too. So you know, even yeah. if he did sign, I don't think it would be the a, other option. A, be a earlier, Van Jefferson. man. Who I, I like Van Jefferson as well, but I think there's a pretty clear cut, you know, top two here, you know, and they're going to use a running back by committee. It seems like, but you're going to have Cup and Allen Robinson getting a lot of work. So I'm going to lock in Allen Robinson here as my first flex. After Robinson goes, Kyler Murray. Adam Thielen and Gabe Davis. So puts AJ Dillon there. You know, back to you. Is that something you can pass up? Nope, <laughs> not at all. I mean, him and Miles Sanders here is uh, yeah, is pretty amazing. So yeah, he's a uh, that's a pretty easy uh, pick for me here. I think he's uh, he's going to be solid. And if Aaron Jones go down, then he's going to be fantastic. So yeah, it's going to be AJ Dillon. Um, if he was gone, it would be Miles Sanders. Like I, I was going running back here, regardless with these two options here. Uh, it's just it's very hard to pass up on. So we'll go ahead and lock mm-hmm. him in. We'll explore the other positions afterwards. Uh, Hawkinson goes and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts might have been my option. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's a bit of a snipe. But we'll we'll read through the positions. We still got Tom Brady, Dak, Russ, uh, Matt Stafford. Their quarterback at running back. I got four. I'm, I'm not going running back, but Sanders is here. CEH, Kareem Hunt, uh, Damian Harris, Chase Edmonds at wide receiver. We still got Rashad Bateman, Juju, Devonta Smith, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Drake London, Brandon Ayuk. At tight end, we have Goddard, Ertz, Fryermuth, Cole Komet, Dawson Knox. So we'll do a quick quarterback check here. Um, the two teams around me have quarterbacks. Uh, we got one without, you do not have one. That's a third without. So we got four teams, not including myself that don't have quarterbacks yet. So, you know, I, there's still plenty of, I mean, Brady, Dak, Russ, all good options. So I feel like one of the three can fall to me that could quickly blow up in my face. Like you just grab somebody. And then, you know, the computer, you don't know what they're going to do. Um, so that could blow up in my face. You know, obviously, I got my Trey Lance fallback, her cousins there, Derek Carr. Um, so we got some fallback guys. Would like to do something a little bit different, but I'm going to roll the dice that one of the three of them gets back to me. We'll go ahead and grab another wide receiver. Not in love with a lot of them. Uh, Rashad Bateman probably capped upside just given the volume of that team. Um, Juju's kind of interesting. 
seventh round is, is kind of a fine place to take the gamble. Um, Devontae Smith, we've talked about before. We both like him. Uh, you know, it does depend on your feeling on Hurts and what that offense is going to be. Uh, Lockett, you know, probably undervalued, maybe, you know. Hard to say because we don't know what that offense is going to look like. Uh, Christian Kirk got a lot of money <laughs> on a few options in Jacksonville. That, that's, <clears throat> you know, that is of quality. Um, so I think I will go ahead and draft somebody that I have not drafted all year. I'm going to draft Juju. Um, I'm preferring to draft like MVS and just take the the later dark. Yeah. Card. Um, but Juju's got a ton of upside. We've seen him yeah. before. Um, so I think, uh, I'll lock him in. I don't know if I'll ever draft him again this year. So we'll just, we'll <laughs> he take could the be the number one now. there though. So, you know, absolutely. A, opportunity. a very valuable position to have, you know, this mm-hmm. time next year, we might be mocking him in the second or the third. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Know. Um, the, the wide receivers continue to go here. Well, Juju, Tyler Lockett, Rashad Bateman, Devonta Smith, um, man. So we literally two running backs in the past you know two and a half rounds or so yeah and yeah it's, it's interesting because we you know to, to preface the the flex is one of them is running back receiver one of them is running or is receiver tight end correct yes so i wonder if if there's anything here with the system trying to fill out its starting roster versus depth i'm trying to go through and see how many of these teams do have Everyone has two running backs, except for you. And Team 10 only has one. So it seems like there's not a lot of running backs. So, you know, take maybe the the draft here with a grain of salt, because obviously there's been, you know, a lot of running backs falling. But alas, myself not going running back for four rounds in a row. I'm very happy to see some running backs still on the board here. Um, and and they make up all the top options here on sleepers draft board, um, but just to look here, you got Brady, Dak, Russ, Stafford, all still available. And you know, given that I went early on tight end, can't really afford to go too early on quarterback. But we also still have only two teams behind me that have taken a quarterback. So even if I wanted to go, or that have not taken a quarterback, so even if I wanted to go, I would likely wait, you know, and, and still be able to get, you know, Russ, Dak, Brady, Stafford, get, you know, at least one, two of the three would still, two of the four would still be there. So not in quarterback, but it is interesting um, that, you know, outside of you and me, only looks like three other teams don't have a quarterback. So still got some out there. And that's why we try, try out this, um, this service, because it seems like they don't double down on quarterbacks as much as, as you know, you're going to see some, over at sleeper almost every team will have a second quarterback yeah yeah and you can see you know it's already changing the adps because they're going a lot later here um, yeah which is definitely part of the reason that you're forcing a brandon cooks up you know half a yeah. round or a full round or something like that you know it's having a big impact absolutely um and then it definitely you know it's having an impact on the wide receivers and we're here in the seventh round and we're looking at you know from sleeper um you know, the top 38 receivers are gone through six rounds. So you got from their rankings, Christian Kirk, Drake London, Brandon IU, Russell Gage, Robert Wood, Shalen Burks, um, some solid options, but guys that, you know, I'm happy to have three wide receivers already, you know, to be staying these guys down. Um, and, you know, happy here to see 
some top running backs still available. Myers Sanders, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Kareem Hunt, Damian Harris, Chase Edmonds, Tony Pollard. Uh, you know, some further guys, guys further down, Cordell Patterson, Sean Penny, Melvin Gordon. Um, so happy to see them there. You know, might be options that I look to in the next round. But for me, it comes down to Miles Sanders or Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think you got a higher floor with Sanders. <clears throat> you know, I think he is in a contract year, so you're you're looking at possibly him, you know, playing to try to get that next big contract. Whereas Clyde does have a little more competition. You know, he, Clyde could end up being a post hype sleeper where you know we're super hype on him, and, and I think maybe last year people were down on him as well. Um, but this year, you know, maybe Ronald Jones lights a fire under him and he comes out firing. This stage, I can't pass on Miles Sanders here. Getting him is, is my seventh-round pick, third running back, while already having a tight end and three receivers. Really solidifies uh, you know, the depth here on my team and keeps it pretty balanced. So going to go Miles here first after Sanders, Drake London, Robert Woods, Tom Brady, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Damian Harris, and then Dak Prescott here at the turn. Traylon Burks, 8-1. Uh, Dallas Goddard, Brandon Ayuk, Garrett Wilson, rookie receiver going off the board, Chase Claypool, and Chris Olave. So only two running backs go after, between my picks, I should say, which is interesting. So you still have guys like Kareem Hunt on the board, Chase Edmonds, Tony Pollard. Um, you know, a lot of the guys I mentioned there are still available. Uh, and we still have quarterbacks available. We had two of them go, or no. Just uh, two of them go here behind me. So at this stage, um, you know, I could go quarterback here. If it gets back to me, I can feel pretty confident, you know, not, you know, waiting until the 10th round and, and still getting one because everybody behind me, um, going the other way, has taken a quarterback. So I don't think quarterback's the move here. I mean, it is still interesting seeing Russ, uh, Russell Wilson available, uh, but I'd be, you know, more than okay. Uh, waiting a little longer and getting him out Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. You know, both find both of them, even Derek Carr. So not going to force that pick here. Um, still have all those wide receivers we were talking about, uh, but Cream Hunt stands out to me here as just another really safe play. Uh, you know, maybe not as much upside, but you know, possibly injury upside as well. Uh, and, and just you know, fourth running back to get Cream Hunt you know, just gives you a lot of flexibility there. Um, now. No, I don't know if you noticed this here roster-wise. Did your team, you know, flex one of your four running backs there on your roster? Uh, I really did not uh, look. Let me see. Uh, yes, know. it did. Okay. It flex Elijah Mitchell and Juju. Gotcha. So maybe it's just there's not like it's not intuitive enough to move people around because for me it put Miles right on the bench, probably because Allen Robinson is in the spot that he could go. Um, but just wanted to make sure that wasn't going to mess us up there. So, you know, another, you know, pro and con here for having the different formats. So do you have a flex that's empty right now? Yeah, I have a flex that's empty and Miles Sanders dropped down to the bench. So I'm thinking it's probably that first flex is wide receiver running back and the second one is wide receiver tight end. So it doesn't just intuitively bump him down, I guess. Yeah, interesting. I'd be curious to see when it it fills the spot. I would guess my next receiver pick. Probably, yeah. Which will not be here, as I am, uh, as I mentioned there. I would have be taking Cream Hunt, so locking him in as my fourth running back, as we know that that position does you know, dry up. Uh, and while 
right now it's still got some juice there. I don't imagine that happens too many more rounds. So Cream Hunt's the pick here, as I think there's still some good depth available there. After I take Cream Hunt, Michael Gallup, Russell Wilson, and Cordell Patterson. Yeah, once uh, once you decided no quarterback, I really thought Russell was going to get to me, and then uh, not to be the case. Not to be. Yeah, I was sitting here like, oh well, you know, the team after me's got quarterback. I can go with a positional first, and then grab a quarterback. And uh... Cordell Patterson's interesting. He was someone I thought might have gotten back to me, uh, but he goes ahead of a lot of running backs that were behind him here on the ADP. Uh, yeah. I like the pick, but it's just you know, interesting. Yeah, that I think they, they they it's nice that that the fantasy pros can kind of. Let some computer-generated teams take some liberties and, and, you know, not go purely ADP. Yeah, it's kind of like go within this range and pick, you know, Mm -hmm. who you want, and it's probably got, like, a probability attached to it. But And it makes sense for, you know, Patterson, because he's going to be somebody with a large range of opinions. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of upside you see with him and, you know, what site you're using and what kind of positional designation it gives him. Um, So, yeah, he's interesting. Um, For my pick here... Probably not looking at another running back. You know, we got Chase Pollard, Singletary, Melvin Gordon, Penny. Some good options. I just got four and really don't need another. Um, we will turn our focus to wide receiver here. Christian Kirk still on the board. Russell Gage, Alan Lazard, uh, Kadarius Tony, uh, Jacoby Myers. So I think uh, what I'm, I'm looking at Gage and Lazard, both solid options. I, I do have Mike Williams, so that kind of turns me off of Gage, so it, it leads me down Lazard, who I've been drafting a lot. Um, but I do think it makes sense, you know, the injury history of Mike Williams, you know, the kind of gamble that I'm taking on Juju to get a guy that I think is relatively safe, known and established in Lazard, I think makes a lot of sense. So we'll go ahead and just lock him in there, make that a, a nice easy pick. Um, on the turn, Christian Kirk finally goes there at the 8-12 to start the ninth round. We got Devin Singletary. I am back on the clock. Quarterbacks, uh, we still got Stafford, Rodgers, Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. So plenty of good options. I think at this point, it's just me and you, right? Might be one. Let me see. No, looks like no, it's just me and just you. Just us. Yeah. yeah, unless someone wants to double down on quarterback. Yeah, so this is a uh, ideal position. If you know your, mm-hmm. your league mates don't draft two quarterbacks, you could just punt away. Um, at tight end, we still got Zach Ertz here in the ninth round. Uh, that's, that's that's pretty, pretty interesting solid, yeah. for yeah how he's going to start. So that is tempting. Um, at tight end, we have, uh, let's see here, the team after me doesn't have one, so that's one team. The team in front of you doesn't have one, that's two. Uh, there's a third and a fourth. So four teams don't have them, including me. One team has two. Uh, so that's going to be quite a wait. I'm probably okay to wait, though. I'll go ahead and punt another round, and I'll lock in Canaries Tony. Get myself some upside on a team that's probably going to need to throw the ball a lot. So we'll lock him in there. Uh, makes me feel better at wide receiver, adding uh, two more guys there. So We'll see what the next round brings. Ken Walker goes off the board right after Chase Edmonds. Sky Moore, you were on the clock. All right. So that brings back to me here. Currently have the tight end position locked up, three wide receivers and four running backs. So given that everybody behind me has a quarterback, um, if I'm thinking about doing one, it will not be this round. It'll be in the next round. So we're looking here still at the running back and the Wide receiver position. Still have the likes of Tony Pollard, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny, 
Uh, Michael Carter, Ramondre Stevenson, some interesting options there. You know, Penny you know, could get off to a good start, but does have uh, a rookie running back to fend with as well. Uh, Melvin's kind of in the two hole also. So I think I'm going to look to the wide receiver position and, and look to someone that you talked about and we've been high on here in Russell Gage. Another guy that I think gives some stability here early in the season. And, you know, if he builds some pretty solid rapport with Brady, I, I could see him staying involved as well. Um, so makes it a little easier for me. He keeps the flexibility of having, you know, four running backs, four red receivers, you know, good depth, and allows me to take, you know, if one of you know, those two positions have a, a really good ADP, you know, available uh, guy that I want, awesome. If not, I can lock in the quarterback position next round. So we're going to go ahead and lock in Russell Gage here. After Russell Gage, because Tony Pollard, we have Rashad Penny, James Robinson, so a little bit of a running back run, James Cook, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker to end the ninth round, uh, beginning the tenth round here, Tyler Boyd, Tim Patrick, Melvin Gordon, Michael Carter, uh, we got Jarvis Landry, and Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, now, part of me wants to take Zach Ertz just to spite Steve. But of course. I, <laughs> uh, but it, it's not something I'm going to be able to do here because I'm sure he would just go ahead and take two quarterbacks and try to spite me. And then we'd, which nobody would like their teams and it would just, you know, make for a, a rough end of the podcast. So I will leave Zach Ertz there and just hope that one of these teams uh, after me can steal them from you, Steve. And, you know, Looking at available players, we've got Naeem Hines, Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison, uh, McKissick, Henderson. So interesting options. Um, Damian Pierce, we most are down there. Ronald Jones would be the running back option I'd be looking at here. Uh, and then receiver, MVS is interesting. Kenny Galladay, uh, Rondell Moore. But I think I'm going to lock in my quarterback here, get the guy that I prefer. And that's going to be Matt Stafford. Uh, Going to be able to stack him with Allen Robinson. And, you know, just I, I imagine that offense is going to be pretty high powered. Uh, and I, th- I think Green Bay's probably still will be, but definitely p- going to be taking a step back and then maybe relies a little bit heavier on the run. You can only rely so much on the run when you have Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Um, but some more unproven weapons there for him. So we'll see maybe a little more variance for Aaron. Um, and I'll lock in my quarterback here in the 10th round with. Matthew Stafford. Um, so that locks in my 10th pick here. And after him, we have, what did I say, Royce White, I believe his name is. Uh, Rashad White, sorry, rookie from Tampa. Kenny Galladay and MVS, one of your favorites there just before you. Yeah, so uh, Ertz will be the pick in the next round. Team after me has uh, Hawkinson already, so I'm assuming they're not going to grab another uh, tight end. Um, so I'll be happy to grab up Mr. Ertz there um, in the 11th round. That'll be pretty crazy yeah. value for a guy that should be very good for you know the first six games or so. Um, I got to figure out that situation after that, uh, but um, until then, that, that's pretty nice. Um, looking at the wide receivers, Rondell Moore, uh, DJ Chark, Corey Davis, Jameson Williams, Michael Harmon, Van Jess- Jefferson, Sterling Shepard, Robbie Anderson. So uh, the, the pool one, uh, interesting. Well, one, one thing just to point out for you, Steve, not to scare you, but there is one team that has two tight ends already. Team 11 does have two. I did. I 
feel like that's the outlier. And I'm fine. If I miss out on Ertz, I don't Yeah, really yeah. And there's, a, and there's a lot of teams that don't have any, and they all passed on him, too. So, you know, there's something to be said there, but... Yeah, I'm I'm okay rolling the dice. Um, at the running back position, we got Naeem Hines, Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison, J.D. McKissick, uh, Daryl Henderson, Kenneth Gainwell, um, Isaiah Spiller, Mostert. So for both positions, there's nobody that's really jumping out at me as being someone that's that's very interesting. Um, you know, Ronald Jones at the wide receiver positions is tempting. Uh, JD McKissick is, you know, a nice PPR guy. It's going to catch a lot of passes. Interesting. Uh, Gainwell, maybe taking some step up, uh, could be interesting at the wide receiver position. There is no one for me to talk about. I don't, I'm just not interested in it. I mean, Rondell Moore, you could take a shot on, uh, if I'm planning on Ertz though, I really don't want to do that. Uh, Mikol, you know, if, if that's the Kansas City bet you want to take, I already got Juju, so that doesn't make sense. Uh, Van Jefferson, uh, we touched on briefly. He's kind of interesting. Sterling Shepard would be interesting, but I got Kadarius Tony. So, yeah, a lot of these options just aren't swinging my way. So we will go with a running back, um, and we will take Ronald Jones, I think. Um, we've seen Kansas City use two running backs plenty. You know, CEH, you know, just... I don't want to say he's not in the good graces because he's a starting running back, but he's not being used as a lot of people thought he would be. So, you know, hopefully that opens up some more opportunity for Al Jones. We'll lock him in there as a depth running back. Uh, Damian Pierce and Ronald Moore go uh, on the 10-11 turn. That gets me my Ertz pick. So we'll go ahead and just lock that in there, get myself my tight end. We'll keep punting the quarterback position. And I, I started a little bit of a run there. Dawson Knox goes, Naeem Hines, and then Mike Gesicki. All right. So that gets back to me here uh, and have my quarterback and my tenant locked up. So I'm not going to be looking at those positions the rest of the way here, as I imagine you won't either. Just a few picks left. So we're looking at running backs and receivers. Um, receivers don't love the landscape. You know, looking more at like younger guys like uh, rookie and Jameson Williams still available here. Uh, Christian Watson pretty far rated pretty far down actually and you know, i bad mouth green bay's offense a little bit in comparison to the rams but i think someone's got to step up there for aaron and i think watson could be the guy um and recall as you called out there is just another opportunity to get you know a possible top target there for pat mahomes especially this late in the draft um, when we're looking at the running back position, uh, don't love a ton of the guys here. I mean, Gamewell's nice, but I've already got Miles, so don't really want to double dip on that offense. Um, Daryl Henderson, interesting, you know, but I've got a lot of Rams already. Reed Mostert is an interesting spot here, you know, taking a shot on a guy that could be the lead back there. Um, Gus Edwards, Mike Davis as well at this point, you're probably looking at. Guys that might be able to grab the starting role with the the news of J.K. Dobbins maybe not being ready for week one. So a couple of interesting options there. Uh, I think for me, it's either Raheem Mostert or going with receiver. And, and given that there's quite a few receivers that I don't that I don't mind, um, you know, and I think running backs is, has been neglected here in the last few rounds. Um, I, I think that's going to be the pick here for me. So. Going to go with Raheem Mostert, grab uh, fifth running back here, and likely look to go with one of those receivers that I mentioned in the next round. So Raheem Mostert off the board, Alexander Madison, Pat Fryermuth, DJ Shark. Uh, then we have 
back to running back with Isaiah Spiller and Kenny Gainwell. Cole Komet ends the 12th round. I'm sorry, ends the 11th round. 12th round begins with some more running backs here in uh, Sonny Michel. Uh, then we have Talagier. Then uh, Williams goes off the board, as I mentioned, unfortunately. And then Daryl Henderson and Daryl Williams from Arizona. And then Christian Watson. So both of the rookie receivers I was looking at, unfortunately, do go off the board. Um, so that leaves me with Nicole Hardman. Still have one of the guys I was looking for and a, a nice upside play there for him. Uh, I think he makes the most sense for me here. As we said, we're looking in, in these, you know, offenses that have good quarterbacks, but not, a, you know, a established one here, like Green Bay, um, like Kansas City. And, and we're hoping to get the guy. And I think there's, you know, each team has two or three guys that could be the guy. And, and we'll see if Nicole can step in. He was drafted to be. The Tyreek replacement, I think they thought that was going to be a lot sooner with some allegations that were going on you know, a few years ago. Uh, but yeah, this late in the draft, Mikol's a guy that, you know, it's a ton of upside, uh, low floor. And if he doesn't pan out first week or two, he, you know, he's an easy cut. But if he does hit, then you're hitting on one of your last picks in the draft, which is always a plus. So going to lock in Mikol here after... Hardman goes Mark Ingram, J.D. McKissick, and Marlon Mack. So a lot of running backs here gone. Yeah, a lot of them have gone. Uh, looking at Jamal Williams, Gus Edwards, Cleo Herbert, uh, Devonta Foreman, James White, Kenyon Drake, Chuba Hubbard. So we're in this not great tier at wide receiver. Uh, also in a not great tier, Corey Davis, Van Jefferson, Sterling Shepard, Robbie Anderson, uh, James Crowder, Dotson, Marvin Jones, Nico Collins, uh, Kendrick Bourne. I'm just going until I find somebody of interest. <laughs> um, Josh Palmer, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's kind of interesting. Yeah, I had to scroll down a good bit. There's a couple of guys that stuck out, but yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of young guys that are fun for Dynasty, but you know that you probably don't want to take a redraft shot on. Yeah, Van Jefferson's not bad. You know, if, if Allen Robinson is you know truly not that great, then he's the wide receiver too. Um, so he's kind of interesting there. Um, Dotson a little bit, you know, rookies, they take a little bit of time, but you know, he's firmly going to be the two and, you know, they don't have the greatest quarterback and eh, why, um, where Curtis Samuel, same situation could also be the two, but I think has more like fantasy gadget utilization that could make him special. Uh, and I can see him having more immediate impact comparing to Dotson, who, you know, you're going to have to wait most likely because they're a rookie. So I'll take Curtis Samuel here. Why not? Um, take a flyer on the guy. Uh, high draft pick last year. So, you know, we clearly thought something of him and then he goes hurt a lot. So I'll give him a pass. Gus Edwards, Hunter Henry go off the board. Uh, so now, you know, in theory, I could just wait until my last pick and, and grab a quarterback. You know, I'm happy with Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, if I have to. Um, and I'd imagine all three of them, or, you know, at least one of them is going to make it back to you with my last pick. But realistically, um, some teams in your league are going to be drafting backups and somebody is definitely going to be taking the, uh, the shot on Trey Lance, <clears throat> whether they have a quarterback or not. You know, if you, you know, maybe if you're sitting there with Josh Allen or Herbert or, you know, someone like that, maybe you're not taking the shot. But if you have a Jalen Hurts, a Russ, you know, you like Stafford. So you're passing you know, on Rodgers here, it sounds like. Is that that, I am. Yeah. I have, I have no interest in Aaron. None. Okay. None. Zero. Um, 
which is foolish. I think it's kind of tainted because the year that Jordy Nelson went down, Devontae Adams rookie year, uh, I had Randall Cobb. I drafted him in the second or third round, and he did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. He was trash. Um, Devontae Adams was trash. Like That whole offense was bad. And I'm probably unfairly <laughs> assuming that Aaron Rodgers was bad, but I don't know where he finished that year. Maybe I'll look it up while you're making your picks here, but I'll go ahead and draft Trey Lance. I was waiting to see if somebody would take him and I'll do something different and grab Kirk cousins, but they're not. So I'll take the upside shot on Trey Lance here. Um, and then we'll see what gets back to you with my last pick while you're picking. I will look up Aaron Rodgers finish that year. If I can find it, um, Irv Smith goes off the board after me and then Aaron Rodgers, 1304 and Cleo Herbert. Yeah, Herbert was an interesting one. You know, this is the part where I like to take shots on not my own handcuffs, but other other handcuffs, other teams, um, other running backs that I think have the clear shot to be the guy if the guy ahead of them goes down. Uh, because you don't feel like you have to hold that player because you have the starter there, like you you would, you know, handcuffing one of the top running backs that you have on the team. Um, so you can, you know keep that player for a week or two, see if there is that big injury that unfortunately does always happen. And then you don't have to spend big waiver claim fab or, or your top claim on that guy. So Herbert was a, a really good option there. Unfortunately goes off the board here. So uh, if I'm looking at running back and receiver, probably trying to get one of each, um, a couple of running backs that are a little further down that stick out. Um, some of the San Francisco guys is I just, you know, you don't know who's going to be the guy there. Um, so, you know, you still have Trey Sermon on the board, Jeff Wilson, uh, the rookie Tyrion Davis Price, all interesting options. Mike Davis still on the board here. Um, somebody that we think could be a, a top option, especially early on. Um, and then for the receiver position, Vizca Chenault's an interesting option for me, especially late, just to see what you got in him early on. New offense, maybe Trevor Lawrence takes that step forward. And, and KJ Osborne, another guy that I think could step in, you know, maybe they, you know, are a heavier passing team. Maybe you have a step back from an Adam Thielen, uh, but he showed promise last year. So I think he's another interesting option as well. Uh, first going to go with the running back here. So I'm going to take Mike Davis, just get that guy that could, you know, and has a really good opportunity to show out in week one. And you can get those early weeks out of him. And then, you know, maybe the, manager of uh, J.K. Dobbins is, you know, mad that he doesn't have him when we get to week one and, and he's playing well and he can make a trade or you can utilize him while uh, while Dobbins is down. So going to go Mike Davis here with the first pick. And then after him, Albert O, we have Jamal Williams, Logan Thomas, Chris Carson, Jahan Dotson, uh, Chuba Hubbard at the end of the 13th round. Begin our final round, 14th. Trey Sermon goes, Alec Pierce, Van Jefferson, Sterling Shepard, Noah Fant, and Kirk Cousins. So we do have a few teams grabbing their second quarterback, uh, but not everyone, which is you know refreshing to see. So a lot of the running backs that I was talking about did go off the board. Um, so I'm going to look to the receiver position and, and two guys, like I said, as I mentioned, LaVisca Chenault, KJ Osborne. I'm going to take a shot on LaVisca Chenault here uh, late in the redrafts i'm going for upside here i want to see if the guy pops in the first week or two but i also you know almost want lower floor because i want you know 
if they don't hit and you, you don't see it, you're not as locked into keeping them on your roster. And then that's a guy like Sh- like LaVisca for me. So locking in LaVisca Chenault here with my last pick. Uh, after him, David Njoku, Jameson Crowder, Corey Davis. Uh, did I buy you enough time for your research there, Steve? Yes, I believe the year was 2014, and Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, too. <laughs> okay, so, um, uh, so ill will place incorrectly. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how because I, I had Randall Cobb and he wasn't catching touchdowns, and mm. uh, I know Devontae Adams wasn't catching touchdowns because <laughs> everyone was making fun of him on his rookie year. Um, I think they brought James White back, and I think he had some, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, apparently he was uh, he was second. So oh, I stand go. by my pick. <laughs> So uh, with my last pick, uh, all the running backs are pretty much the same. Foreman, White, Drake, Scott, P. Ryan. Uh, Brian Robinson, kind of interesting. Uh, Damian Williams, you know, maybe wins out the the job in Atlanta. Um, end of list. Tyrion David Price that you, you mentioned. <clears throat> Wide receivers, you know, pretty similar as well. I'm not seeing anyone that jumps out to me. Uh, K.J. Osborne, Paris Campbell's running with the ones, you know, Terrence Marshall, new quarterback, uh, second year kind of guy, maybe. Interesting. Um, I'll glance at tight end because I have Ertz. Uh, Tanyan, Everett, Higby, uh, Evan Ingram, Austin Hooper, Hayden Hurst, Johnny Smith, Adam Troutman. Um, you know, I, I do, I, I wouldn't mind a shot on like a Terrence Marshall, Paris Campbell, someone like that, but. You know what? I think I'm going to draft Gerald Everett, draft a, a second tight end um, and just get myself a, a one up on the waivers. If he pops off on week one, mm-hmm. um, then cool. You know, I got him and, and, you know, I can hold on to him for a few more weeks to see if he is going to be a replacement for Ertz when Hopkins gets back. Um, you know, if he doesn't in the first, you know, one or two weeks and you drop him and, you know, maybe grab somebody else up that that's looking good. Um, I, I do worry a little bit pairing him with Mike Williams. Um but it's a good enough offense that I'm okay having two people. So we'll lock him in there. Don't do that too often. Uh, I, I forgot fancy pros usually <laughs> grade. Yeah, um, immediately. Yeah, pretty quickly. I got an A. Um, for, for what it's worth, what did you get? A C plus. Wow, that's probably yeah. better actually. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, and I wonder if they're like rating Russell Gage in the flex, like, oh man, versus yeah. Miles Sanders on the bench. But Alas, you know, whether it's a mock draft, whether it's Yahoo, wherever you're doing it for, do not try to draft for the grade because you're going to, they're grading on very specific things that the website looks at. And majority of the time, that is not the case. So, 100%. Um, so looking at our teams again, I drafted out of the two, so I'll read mine off first here. We got Trey Lance at quarterback at running back. We got McCaffrey, James Connor, Elijah Mitchell, AJ Dillon, Ronald Jones at wide receiver, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Juju, Alan Lazard, Kadarius, Tony, Curtis Samuel, and at tight end, uh, both Zach Ertz and Gerald Everett. I like this team. Um, I do worry about the injury history in the top five, um, but I like it. I like having two upside shots and, and Juju and Kadarius Tony. I like the safety Lazard brings me right in the middle there. The running backs look great. Tight end could get a little iffy, you know, after Zer- after Hopkins returns. And, and you know, 
Ertz is getting older. You know, a lot of people pencil him in as being good for those first six weeks. He might not be, you know, maybe he is nothing. Um, so that's a worry, but I feel like I got the depth to, uh, make a trade and handle that. So yeah, quite happy with my team. Will in the one Oh six, what's your team looking like? Yeah, pretty happy with the team. and wasn't sure how it was going to turn out early on. Um, I was a little iffy on it, but overall, I think it's pretty good. So I've got Matt Stafford at quarterback. Running back, we got Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, and Raheem Mostert, and Mike Davis. Wide receiver, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman, Allen Robinson, Russell Gage, Miko Hardman, and LaVisca Chenault, and then Darren Waller at tight end. Uh, once again, you know, pretty well-balanced team, as I, as I usually try to keep that. I like the depth and kind of upside shots at the end. And, you know, pretty happy with what is a... Uh, mid-July starting lineup obviously a lot changes between now and then but happy with how the starting lineup looks here early on in the offseason quite a difference in uh depth huh yeah in the the fantasy pros right absolutely and it probably ends up being somewhere in the middle of the 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 two that you actually your draft actually turns out right yeah you really need a a mock draft service that allows you to say oh you know anywhere between one and four people are going to take back up uh, quarterbacks, backup tight ends, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, we also don't draft defenses and kickers that are also going to be going, you know, either late, but, you know, in some instances, those middle rounds, you know, our good friend Jameis always drafted uh, Guskowski in the 10th round, I believe, for many years in a row. So uh, a lot to, uh, a lot of things could change the, <laughs> the ADPs and what the depth looks like. But uh, yeah, it was a fun little experiment. Um, again, next week, we'll be doing a super flex. We'll see, uh, how many teams will uh, put that pull up on Twitter at trust your board, um, see what you guys think. And then uh, that's what we'll go with. So yeah, tune in next week for a super flex until then folks, trust your board. <laughs>